Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. If there's one thing motherhood teaches you, it's that plans are never guaranteed. You're envisioning something going one way, and the next thing you know, you're encountering something completely different. Today, we speak with Lex Ginger. She's a mother of Mono Mono twins. She'll open up about what a high-risk pregnancy was like, why she decided to publicly share her journey, and the importance of community in times of uncertainty. Her testimony will remind us that when we least expect it, we realize we're actually twice as strong. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. All right. Hi. Hi. I missed you. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever, by the way, Karen. I think it was like, what, two weeks? I know. And I feel like the last episode, my voice was sexy and raspy. When it I, was not so, sexy. yeah. I thought it was no, really, I really, no, it was really nice. And I feel like today's a little bit like that again. It's a gloomy day in Miami today. It's hurricane season, isn't it? Officially? Yeah, officially. Yeah, it's officially hurricane season again, which means that this whole weekend is going to be a dud. So great. Awesome. Sunshine cut on time. Cut on great. time. So with a three-year-old? Kidding me. <laughs> like a what do we start joke. with our motherish moment of the week? Sure. So my motherish moment will be just like a quick reflection. I went to Spain for almost two weeks with Victoria and Juan and traveling with a three-year-old to a different country in a completely different time zone was very adventurous of me. I did not really think about it that much before I did it. And in the process, I remember like the first night I was like, Oh my God, that's right, jet lag. Why did I think about this? It was really fun and really amazing and I can't wait to do it again. And also equal parts like exhausting, but I loved watching her all over, you know, Spain and, and she, now she like speaks differently. She's so ridiculous. Like now she's like, mami, es que yo soy mayor. And I'm like, all right, all right, okay. Okay, Victoria. So yeah, that was my mother's moment. So my mother's moment of the week, it was Ford's official last week of school. You know, he started school in January. So this is, I guess, not even pre-K too. I think it's like baby pre-K. I don't know what it is. But we actually got a yearbook. I guess I was forced to purchase it yeah. in the registration. And at first I was like, this is so silly. Okay, whatever. And then we get an actual first report card of the year, like a report, you know, of their performance. Yeah. It was the cutest thing ever. I was like, literally, the school, take all my money. So the yearbook comes, you obviously open it up, look up his class. I had to share his picture because it's the cutest thing ever. So cute. But then for like a month, they're asking you, do you want to purchase the extra page in the back of the yearbook so you could do, you know, like a dedication yeah. page my to your kids? My parents did that for me, Yeah, by I'm the like, way. I'm not doing that. Of no, course not. I'm salty. Now, 
Now I open the yearbook. I think every single kid in his class had a page, but Ford. So I feel horrible. I know. And then when I read the report card, I'm going to get teary. You know, of course, uh, it's like, you know, he listens to the bell. He sits down when it's ready for the meeting and the, the, the gathering. Meeting, this meeting. Uh, but this is the part that literally melted my heart. He said every time he sees one of his friends struggle while they're pulling or getting their chair in place, he always gets up and helps them. I know. I can't. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, I want to cry. Because he's such a big boy. He's like a big teddy bear now. So I feel like he's like going into this stage where he's more gentle and tender and just loving. And it's, I don't know, it was very sweet to read it. Good, good, good. I know the dad actually read it first. He's like, you're going to die when you read this. I'm like, what is it? Is it good? Is it bad? He's like, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Open it up. Aww. So that was my mother's moment of the week, the last week of school. Love it. So now we're going to ask our guest, Lex, to share her mother's moment of the week before we formally introduce her. Hi, Lex. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Or thank you for having me. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome to your own podcast. Uh, my motherish moment, and I'm sorry, I'm recovering from a cold, so my voice is weird. I decided to take my twin three-year-old sons on a just a boat trip for Memorial Day weekend. So Karen, you're so brave to do Spain. <laughs> I, I thought I was doing the most, taking them out on the boat. And, I mean, but you have uh, twins. They swam around. It's different. <laughs> it's different. It feels so different, right? Just because it's like, it's a one-on-one battle. But they had the most amazing time. Me and my husband were in hell, to say say the least. Because, you know, they're so little and they think they can swim and they really can't. And uh, it was a really good time. Um, But within an hour, Miles was yelling for casa, casa, casa. And I'm like, baby, we're in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that's not happening. We're no casa over here, okay? (laughs) But no, it was good. It was fun. It's funny. Like, we always, I always find myself, I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, again, we have this argument always. Like, are they going to remember this? Are they enjoying this? Is it just for us? But I know that the sacrifice is worth it. But yeah, there's many times where I'm like, why am I here? Why am I in Spain? Like, in December? But I, I why am I in say, Disney? Why am I here? Why now? I have, why? like, a pending, like, thing to post about this because I've been thinking about it a lot. But, like, I think there's something that happens to them when they're exposed to, like, such out of their comfort zone and stuff. And it helps them here. I'm not a doctor, but I think it helps them with their development. Oh, yeah. Practice for adapting to change and all that stuff. I mean, it's hard, but yeah. So let me introduce Lex. So I came across Lex's TikTok and I was captivated by it because she was talking about really tough issues with humor and with grace. I mean, it was very admirable to see her and listen to her and watch her kind of laugh about really tough situations that she went through during her motherhood journey. So Lexi, Lex Ginger is her, I guess, creator name. She's an attorney, a storyteller, (laughs) and of course, a mom to miracle twins. From courtrooms to creative content, she prides herself on her Cuban-American heritage and an openness to sharing her experiences that make her an effective advocate and amazing member of our mommy community. And I say amazing member because I think anyone who's willing to share openly what they've been through and the struggles and the realness of it all is a very important member of our mommy community because it makes other people feel seen and feel okay and feel like they're not alone in Mm -hmm. this journey. So why don't we start with how you found out you were pregnant and then the big news that they told you during your pregnancy. Yes, of course. So I'd always been told since I was 18, I have something called PCOS. I don't delve a lot into in the TikTok, but it can be really hard to get pregnant or be pregnant. I remember telling my husband before we were married, like it might be tough, etc. We waited two years and then the first month we tried. (laughs) 
I got pregnant right away. Oh, wow. <laughs> right away. So the doctors weren't totally right with that for me anyway, or maybe I just got really lucky that month. And we thought we were gonna have one beautiful baby. <laughs> I had this little surprise set up for him where I told him we were doing, um, I told him we were doing New Year's Eve photos. Like I made something up and he's such a good guy. He's like, yeah, New Year's Eve photos. I'm like, yeah, well, let's do it. I'm like, great, let's dress up. Had my friends do it. And I had a little thing. We're having a baby, one baby. <laughs> And I told him, I go, honey, it's really weird. My blood results, they do this hormone screening. My HCG has not just doubled, but it's quadrupled, which isn't totally normal. But they say it's not a bad thing. And he was like, what if it's twins? And I was like, that's no, not twins, stop. <laughs> the next week I got really nauseous, I go to the doctor. And when I say really nauseous, I couldn't, I think some people think like, oh, it's just a little, not no, I couldn't keep down water, food. Oh I was losing weight. You know, I don't know if you've had the really bad morning sickness, hyperemesis, gravidurum, but it is Ooh, brutal. I've heard about that. It's so bad. I had yeah. it my entire pregnancy. I called the doctor and asked her, I was like, hey, what do you want me to do? She's like, hey, come on in. We'll give you a prescription for nausea medicine. I show up and she looks at me in my face and she's like, girl, you look really bad. You look really like sick. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's what I'm here. <laughs> and uh, so like, why don't we give you a little scan just to make sure everything's okay. Your hormones were kind of crazy last time. I was like, cool and great. I should mention, I told my husband, I said, please don't miss work. Oh my God, this, this is the TikTok that I saw. She was like, you know, what yes. happens? Raise your hand. If you tell your husband, don't worry. It's going to be just a simple appointment. And then she, it was the appointment that yeah. changed her life. The appointment. Because I told him, like, they're just giving me a little prescription. Like, don't miss. He's an attorney, too. And he has court in the morning. I'm like, don't bother your court. Like, please, don't be crazy. So I go by myself. <laughs> they're doing the scan. And then the doctor, she's scanning me. And she's just so quiet. You uh, know, and like. appointment where they're just like not. <sighs> Saying, moving, like, saying anything, yeah, frozen. you know? And I just had come the week before, everything had looked great. She's just scanning me and scanning me. It's the doctor scanning me, not the tech. And um, she looks at me in the face and she just goes, Do you know you're having twins? <gasps> but just like that, like, mm, not like, hey, good news. It's like, mm. and at first, I was 26 at the time. And I thought it was gonna take years for me to get pregnant. I thought I was gonna get pregnant in my 30s. So I remember the first thing that came out of my mouth was, oh, I'm 26, I can't have twins. <laughs> no, that's too much. That's illegal. Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm yeah, a lawyer. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> At that point, I hadn't even passed the bar yet to start practicing. So, and it was funny, it was the one month we were gonna try and then we're gonna try again in a year. That's a whole story, but she then, Stay silent and Liz, like furiously, it's the inner, do you know oh, the, the yeah, inner yeah, yeah, ultrasound? Intervaginal. Intervaginal, mm. yeah. Inter and she's moving that stick around real hard. <laughs> I was oh, like, okay, oh, lady, what's going on? Super silent, and I look at the screen and I just see two little flickers. And normally with twins, there's like, yes, it's called yolk sacs. They're separate yolk sacs. And you can tell they're two kind of separate beings, completely separate. But on screen, I'm seeing one yolk sac. And I was like, ma'am, it looks like one baby. You're wrong. <laughs> she was like, I'm not wrong. Come zoom in. There's two little heartbeats like right next to each other. And I looked at her and I said, are they conjoined? And she goes, they might be. Oh God. Oh my God. I started absolutely having a mental breakdown. I was crying. Yeah. Crying. My eyes are bawling. I realized at this point I left my phone in the car, okay? I have this dang Apple watch that has cellular on it. It can't stop working because I'm in a doctor's office, right? I'm trying to call Patrick to just be like, Bobby, yeah, I need your help. You know, like you need to get leave work right now. 
that's not working. So I have a nurse come in and she's hugging me. Um, they bring in an emergency ultrasound tech. They like radioed someone and they're like, the lady was like, oh, I'm in a meeting. And she was like, I don't care. Drop your meeting and you come here right now. So that made me more nervous. <laughs> and then uh, she came in and, and she looked around and she goes, well, I'm going to tell you, I don't think they're conjoined based off the blood flows. They look very separate, even though they're very close. But there's something called monoamniotic monochorionic twins. At that moment, what would you think? <sighs> Thank goodness they're not conjoined, right? I don't like, even okay, know what I would think. Gonna, I, I'm yeah, like, I'm like, like, I actually don't know the story, so I'm like at the edge of my seat here. I know, like, get I'm to like, it, let's get I'm to like it. I'm freaking out. Yeah. Like, I'm I know, coming, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming. I've seen like the photos of your twins, so like, I know, like, we're good here, but also, I'm like, oh my god. Yes. I'm telling you, they're almost drowning in an ocean on Memorial yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, they're, they're gonna good. make it, right? Yeah. They're gonna make it. Aloha, mama. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawái es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arupay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Hacer tequila Don Julio es como escribir una carta de amor a México. Beber tequila Don Julio es como declarar ese amor al mundo entero. Don Julio es el tequila de lujo original, hecho con la misma pasión que recorre las raíces de nuestro país. Porque si no es por amor, ¿para qué? Consume responsablemente. Don Julio Tequila, 40% por volumen 2020, importado por Diageo America's New York, New York. And so she says there's something called monoamniotic monochorionic twins. I'm thinking, oh, great, not conjoined, because that's a, you know, a that, whole of different course, that's different issue that's very difficult. And she looks at me just really like, kind of like a deer in the headlights. And she just says, oh, no, I don't think you understand. This isn't good news. And I was like, Okay, what does it mean? And she goes, what it means? What to say? (laughs) Tell me about that training on what to say. It was so funny. So I obviously knew I really wanted to get pregnant. And so I had to research like the best doctor in town, but not a maternal fetal medicine specialist, which deals in high risk pregnancies, right? She was an OBGYN. She probably had like 40 years experience, but she was very like, she was always very like blunt with all of her information. But I like that in a doctor. Yeah. I'd never seen her so frazzled ever, which is scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's like, wait, let me go grab my medical textbook. And she grabs her medical textbook. So I said, I swear, I swear to the Lord, she blew dust off of it. That's what it felt like. It felt like she was like, flipped it open. She's like, read these two sentences. Essentially what it is, twins always have, just about always, have their own placenta. Maybe they'll have one placenta, but they'll always be in their own amniotic sacs. And what that means is that twins don't actually touch in the belly, like skin to skin. They stay in their own little worlds. And that's what keeps them safe. It keeps them from tangling. It keeps them from compressing. It keeps them safe from each other. And that's the norm. And then she says, well, what your twins are is they're, they're one placenta, but they're in the same sack together. That's why it looks like one baby on the screen. 
because they only have one yolk sac, one amniotic sac, one, they're gonna have one placenta. And so I'm still naive and I'm thinking, oh, that's fine. That's a big deal. Yeah. And she was, yeah, that was great. And she was explaining like, oh no, I don't think you, you're not understanding it yet, but I'll tell you, they only have a 50% chance of making it in the first trimester. Second trimester, they have a 70% chance of making it. For a normal pregnancy, miscarriage in second trimester is less than 1%. Mine would be 30%. She then tells me at 24 weeks, if you even make it there, meaning the pregnancy, she's like, I'm gonna be honest with you, it's unlikely, but if you make it there, you will be hospitalized for two months and you're gonna be put on monitors essentially 24 seven because the issue with these twins is that if they tangle, I hate to say the word death, I will say the word demise, cause it's scary. Demise is instant like this and you will never know. She goes, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna switch you to a different team. She goes, I've never seen this in my career. We're gonna switch you to a different team that does specialty high-risk pregnancies. I had to switch hospitals to a research hospital that had 24-hour care. So meaning an OBGYN was always on staff in case I had an emergency. I had to do weekly demise checks to make sure they were still alive every single week of my pregnancy. The first three months, like I'm not gonna even, I was depressed. Yeah. I was okay. really depressed. I mean, who wouldn't be, right? Yeah. Like it's so dark. And the anxiety. I saw a video had. where you where you did a gender review and you said we already knew for a few weeks, but we wanted to hold off to a certain in case they mark in case it didn't make it. So how were you able to celebrate those milestones of normal pregnancy when you you know, you don't know if you're gonna make make it one week or the other? And did you end up being hospitalized? Right. So honestly, I have to give a lot to my husband. He never wavered. He was like, oh, 50-50? Well, we're gonna be that 50. Oh, you don't wanna name the babies because you're too scared? Well, they're Max and Miles. So that's their names. Oh, you don't? I'm gonna plan a baby shower for you. So he was very, but to be honest, it was the community of other mono-mono mothers that really saved me. I remember I first went on Instagram and I just searched the hashtag mono-mono twins. Mm -hmm. And I found this mom, her name's Kate, and she lives in Tennessee, and she had two beautiful babies. And she literally became like my mentor, like my mono, mono mom. Every step of the way, I'd be like, this is what happened at this. What do you think of this? What should I ask? What should I bring to the hospital, you know, if I make it? And she's the one that she didn't have a shower. She didn't do any of the gender. She was too scared, but she goes, if I could do it again, I would do it. I'd go back and I'd do it because whether or not they make it, you should celebrate the life that they have, even though it might be very brief. Oh, that's so, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> but you, you should really do it. And she told me, don't join the Facebook group online that has the 2000 of us, because unfortunately about every week you're gonna see yeah. a mom lose her twins. So until you feel strong mentally, don't just stay with like the people with success for now. I made it to 24 weeks. I made it somehow. Honestly, I studied for the bar to become a licensed attorney. So I really did put all my mental energy into that to kind of try to forget yeah. and that helped a lot. I also started taking medicine for the nausea. That helped a lot. <laughs> and I made it to my 24 weeks. I had an all female team. It was awesome. My main doctor was actually from Puerto Rico. Her name's Carla, she's amazing. <laughs> and I remember my first day though, there was a couple men in the room and there's nothing wrong with male OBGYNs and male MFMs. There's a lot of great ones. I think I just had a really bad experience with this particular one because <laughs> this very first day, a female MFM was like, we need to concentrate on mom and the babies. Mom's mental health is also important. Yeah. And she's going to be in this hospital room for two months. Ladies, this is going to sound very naive, but the first day I go, oh, where's the salon and where's the gym? <laughs> they were like, ma'am? 
you're in a hospital. Yeah. So there's no salon, there's no nails. You hospitalize and until 32 weeks was my goal date. So for two months, hospital not allowed to leave premises or else insurance won't cover you. So you can't have like your little appointments around town or whatever. No, no, no. It's This is game time. I was very naive about it that I could get my hair and nails done. And they're like, mama, you ain't go nowhere. Strap on into this bed. So that was day one. It was a little bit of a shocker. But then I had the big team come in. I had this female MFM. And she was like, we still need to concentrate on the mom's mental health. So she needs to have breaks throughout the day to go to the hospital Starbucks to have her friends come visit her. Because you go to be just in a bed for two months like that yeah, in a hospital no. room. Like yeah. the male MFM goes, and this is all factual and I get it, but he said, Well, I had a case of mono mono twins where the mom went up to go use the restroom and she lost both of the twins when she went to go. Okay. Pee. Thanks. No way. I was like, okay, um, can you not come back here? Yeah, bye. I was like, I know that's factual, but maybe let's not have that vibe in the room, right? So I try to surround myself with as much positivity as possible. I leaned into the community of like, you know, mono mono cases that went really well. And I had my whole family in town, right? So my husband was coming at lunch. My girlfriends were coming in the afternoon. So I had my little Netflix set up. I felt like I could make it. I was there for two months. I made it to my 32 weeks. I was very nervous. There's a lot of times that it didn't seem like they were going to. They actually called Demise, which is one of the twins they thought had passed away twice, which is just something I don't wish on my worst enemy. I mean, it was terrifying, but turns out he was hiding behind his twin, so it was all good. And uh, make it to my 32 weeks. Uh, I had an all, like I said, all female team. We decided to play Disney. And then I had a spinal and they had given me like some kind of like loopy medicine. And now, I don't know if you ladies went through this or if you've had a C-section, but they do a clear screen now. Oh no, I didn't have that. Yeah, I didn't have a clear screen. No, I didn't have a clear. I I had a C-section, but I didn't have a clear screen. They do clear screens now. It was like a brand new thing. And I'm like, if I see anything too crazy now, they're like, no, I promise you won't, but you'll see the baby like kind of come up and out. It's really important. So I was like, okay, you can you can do the clear screen then. Um, and we played Disney movie, but I was all of a sudden, the babies had come out. All of the women in the room were singing along. Every single one of my team also spoke Spanish and I speak Spanish. <laughs> so they were all speaking in Spanish to me because I started just speaking in Spanish and I started saying Guantanamera and I would try to like <laughs> salsa because I got so excited and I was on so many medications. I was like Guantanamera. And they're like, yes, this mom is so happy. And literally... They're like, all right, it's coming, they're coming, they're coming. And literally both born 835. They they got them out like this and they were fine. Apgar score, nine out of ten. We're obviously celebrating this happy ending, but I could only imagine, I feel like, what are some of those words of wisdom that you got during those times that got you through them? And you know, what's the advice you give to people who are facing a high-risk pregnancy yeah. right now? Yes. Okay, so my words of advice for a high-risk pregnancy is to stay off Google. That's my number one because it's a little scary on there and try to seek out another high-risk mom who's gone through the same type of pregnancy because I think you get the best advice through community for sure. And I would say what me and my husband did was, you know, the odds for us were 50-50 and we kept just repeating, why not us? Maybe we'll be the good 50 and, you know, try to keep the faith in the positivity. And if something, you know, negative does end up happening, cross it at that time, but don't, you know, don't expect the worst. But maybe prepare for the worst, but don't expect it because it will eat you alive. For sure. You can't do that when you're trying to grow a baby. Or two. Or two, right? I always tell people that it's such a miracle. And I, I know we say it often, but it really is like everything has to align in a way 
so that everything happens and then when it happens smoothly then it's an extra blessing you know but there's just so many things I remember like every time I had an ultrasound or like one of those appointments I was like okay my god I would get so nervous you know because you are aware of like the odds and like you know what could happen and then I don't know. I mean, you always want to stay positive. What a remarkable story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. And you're also such a really good storyteller, by the way. Like, really awesome just, like, listening to you and super entertaining. So thank you so much for everybody. Follow Lexi, Lexi Ginger, on, on Instagram and TikTok. It's super fun and definitely, like, relatable. I really love everything that you're doing. I know. Thank you so much. I know. We call it Lex. It's Lex, Lex. We're like, Hi, Lex, Lex, Lex. Sorry, I'm <laughs> My family calls me Alejandra, Ale. Lexi, Lex. Okay, like, so you have like 17 names. That's great. A million names. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on Motherish, and we'll see the rest of your story unfold online. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo, disponible en la app de Biggs, Jack.